Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget about iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Hey, we're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And then, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. 
And, of course, we've got a big show for you today. There will be no guest today. Uh, after being out yesterday, i got a lot to, to talk about. So um, uh, it'll be just me and you uh, for the two hours. And uh, we'll get into a lot as I, as I preview the show on our social media platforms. And that's a good way to be able to find out what we got going on a daily basis, whether, again, it's the guest list or what we're doing. Uh, we'll talk a lot about what's going on with Sean Payton. He's been spotted in New Orleans today. We'll, we'll get into that, where he may go. Uh, we'll talk about the Saints and, of course, where they are, uh, the crossroads right now. And, again, some of the things that are going on with their coaches, which, again, is kind of mind-boggling, especially, again, um, the Ryan Nielsen situation, which, which I'm a little bit still miffed that um, something has not been done uh, across the board by this organization to protect the best and brightest within the organization and allowing them to possibly be poached. So we'll get into that. Uh, Pels tonight taking on Denver at the Smoothie King Center. Denver is leaving the, leading the West, uh, and um, the Pels have slipped back now to fourth, seven games out, um, and kind of treading water here. Uh, Brandon Ingram is, uh, again, expected to be back either tonight or tomorrow night against Minnesota. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Zion was expected to be uh, reevaluated today. No word on that reevaluation as of yet, but we'll get into some Pels as well. We'll talk about LSU and Tulane. Willie Fritz saying that, again, he's going to be the coach um, uh, for life at Tulane, uh, which is, is great news. We'll get into that. Also, again, uh, LSU just killed it in the transfer portal. I mean, look, some have them rated between uh, between the best team uh, in, in, in this past transfer portal to the top in the top three. Uh, a lot of these uh, um, sites that, that really kind of uh, gauge what's going on. Tulane did very, very well as, uh, also, so uh, and we'll get into that. Also, we'll talk a little politics and, and what's going on in the news as well. Latoya Cantrell, Mayor of New Orleans, lying her ass off on, on Face the Nation on Sunday. It's an absolute embarrassment. We'll get into that. And then there's a special session uh, going on uh, with, again, uh, uh, trying to be able to solve the insurance crisis here in Louisiana. I'll get into that before the end of the program. So a lot to get into today on a lot of different subjects. I hope you're able to uh, catch us for the entire two hours. If not, remember the podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. We desperately try to get that to you about 30 minutes at the latest uh, after each show. Sometimes it's a little longer, sometimes it's a little bit less. But it, it will be up after the show if you have to leave for any, any length of time. And those of you that are listening on, over, again, the digital platforms or, again, on our podcast or, again, on, on, the, on uh, the airwaves here at 106.1 FM or on the World Wide Web, we appreciate each and every one of you, um, as always. And, of course, our fantastic sponsors uh, that make this show possible. Also talk a bit about what happened yesterday, the tragedy, again, for those of us that grew up in this city. Um, and and losing an iconic restaurant, and you say, oh wait, 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 wait you know, no, no, ground patty, uh, burning down yesterday. Um, so many of us that again that grew up here uh, in the, in the 70s and 80s and 90s, and even again, again, n- n- generations to today that that have gone and enjoyed ground enjoyed ground patty. There's only a few left. The, the one on David Drive been around since 1971. Uh, and just a tragedy to see that particular restaurant burn down. Any restaurant, but that particular restaurant burned down. Uh, I, I live in the, the neighborhood where, where, where again, the uh, ground patty is. Uh, it was a favorite of mine growing up with me and my friends, you know, uh, uh, going to grab a bite to eat. Uh, and um, hopefully, again, they will rebuild. It's just hard. Look, uh, the people that own that, own that restaurant, the people that own that restaurant are, are older. Um, uh, you know, do, do they have what it takes to be able to um, uh, to rebuild? We'll get into that. Uh, there is a spot available right now 
and I'll just kind of tease you uh, with it again. The old Henry's on on veterans. Uh, the old O'Henry's is a vacant building right now, and they could move right into that if ultimately, again, they chose to do that. You know, but again, this is you know rebuilding a business like that, and and especially if it's going to take months and months and months. Uh, it's kind of like cubic pie, right? I mean, it took forever to get them back. Now everybody, you know, is kind of searching for it. Hopefully, again, there'll be still be a market there, but. Uh, an iconic restaurant uh, burning down yesterday uh, here in Metairie. So we'll talk about that as we go forward. But let's start off with the Saints and, and really Sean Payton, who again was spotted at Drago's Riverside with his agent uh, today. Uh, uh, Boot Crew Media got a, a snapshot of it, uh, and of course it hit the um, hit Twitter, and then, and then and then just you know it just went viral. Um, um, Jeff Duncan was on Gus's show earlier today. Um, and he said that, that Peyton was in town for a convention. He also tweeted that out a little bit later on, but I want to give credit where credit was due because Duncan was on Gus's show earlier. Um, Duncan earlier uh, today tweeted out that he said that he thought that the longer that this Peyton courtship, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here, okay, goes on, the more likely it is that he's going to be, uh, going to be coming back to Fox for another year. On top of that, uh, Diana Rossini tweeted out that there's a team in waiting uh, they could be making a move if they put if they can get their ducks in a row. Look, look first, let me say this right now. Uh, I, I I truly believe he's here for a convention. Okay, I, I do not see Sean Payton in town to negotiate compensation with Mickey Loomis. I just don't at this point. Okay, he did that publicly on Colin Cowherd's show last week, when again he said it was a mid round for a mid round to late first round pick for his services. Okay, that was going to be the compensation. Um, Mickey will make the compensation deal, but he's going to make it with the ownership of, of again, the next team that, that Sean Payton wants to be able to coach. And Payton's going to have little or nothing to say about the compensation. Now, maybe he'll have something to say within, within the building on where, he, on where he would like to go, okay, because he doesn't want to get caught without having first-round picks for a couple of years and trying, trying to maybe either rebuild a program or to be able to keep a program, you know, again, relevant. But there's no way he's going to be involved in the, the, the negotiations for the compensation for, for, for Sean Payton. Now, look, he holds the cards. If he decides he doesn't want to go somewhere because of the compensation, that's it. But there's a lot of moving parts here. One of them is, again, who's willing to pay him between 20 and $25 million a year, if any team that's out there is willing to do that, okay? That's number one. I mean, you can set the, you can set the bar wherever you want on what you want to get paid. The question is, again, is there a market for you to be paid 20 to $25 million a year as a head coach? And I don't know if there's that market out there. I guess we're going to find out. Okay, he's on the market. He's a Super Bowl winning championship coach. He is an offensive genius. We've seen again the Saints spiral without him here and what he's meant to this organization in terms of motivation, attention to detail, and what he does to get his teams ready to play on Sunday, especially if he's got a, a quality quarterback. And again, you know, we'll see how that plays out. So again, all that I think is a factor there. But I think there's another factor that, that nobody's really talking about. And I told this to Gus today. You know, Skyline Payton has an opinion in this. Okay, all right. I think she has a strong say in where, again, Peyton is going to coach again, just like she had a strong say in him leaving New Orleans. And I think people have just kind of kind of glossed over that, okay? You know, the question is, again, does she live in L.A., okay? Is she willing to wait out the Chargers and the Rams for another season while he stays at Fox in L.A.? And that's a possibility. You know, maybe that's the thing they're discussing behind the scenes, you know? Uh, there, there may be a change next year with the Rams. There was almost a change this year. Uh, there could still be a change with the Chargers, okay, uh, in, in terms of their coaching staff. Uh, you know, again, I don't think that's a done deal yet, especially with Rossini making her call today, although I think that could be the Dallas Cowboys. But I'll get into that in a moment. 
So, I mean, but L.A. is a place where, you know, again, look, he likes to be around the rich and famous. He's rich and famous. Uh, he likes the glitz, the glamour. Um, and, of course, L.A. is a nice place to live, man. You know, L.A. is a nice place to live. You can deal with the traffic. It's a nice place to live. And both of those franchises are in a situation where um, if they lose their current coaches, they're going to be looking for a coach, again, of the stature of Sean Payton. Is it Denver? And the boatload of money he's going to get, again, if he goes there. Again, or maybe Carolina. Uh, you know, Carolina's not that far from, again, Skyline's uh, home, uh, again, West Virginia. And I want to remind everybody of something. You know, uh, Peyton moved the, the, the training camp to West Virginia for two years to be close to her when they were dating. Okay? So don't, don't count Carolina out. Carolina's not that far from West Virginia. Uh, the other one, I think, is Dallas. And, and again, um, you know, it's, it's close to his son. Um, I mean, you know, again, I guess you know, his ex-wife was there, but neither here nor there. Um, there. There are ties back to Dallas. When, when he was suspended for the year, he lived in Dallas, okay? Uh, and, of course, the, um, the relationship with the Joneses, especially Stephen Jones, okay? Especially Stephen Jones, who is said to be able to take over the, the, the Cowboys when Jerry either retires or, again, uh, you know, moves on to uh, wherever his next stop is, uh, you know, in the afterlife. Um, I want you to think about something for a second. It's been a generation, a generation, since Dallas has won a championship. And, and Jerry Jones is not getting any younger. Dallas has talent. Dallas could be maybe one of those teams in the wings that, that again, maybe Rossini is talking about, getting their ducks in a row. Ducks meaning compensation, you know, for Peyton. It would not shock me, okay? It would not shock me. Even though McCarthy's done a good job, it, they have not been able to get over the hump in a generation to win a championship. So when you start talking about that, you got to say to yourself, you know, okay, uh, well, you know, if you're Jerry Jones, are you willing to give up a little bit of power here to be able to bring in a guy that you know can win with your team and win and probably win immediately and, and, and put you in position to win a championship? Uh, especially, again, when you're looking at your life and saying, like, oh, look, a lot of people in my generation, okay, I'm 62. We're looking at this as being our last quarter of our life, right? And you start making decisions on, again, what you want to do with the last quarter of your life. And i got to be Jerry Jones has got to be thinking the same thing. How much time does he have left? Can he get another champion? This is akin to what we saw with Tom Benson before he passed on. And the Saints all in on trying to win a championship with Breeze and Peyton here and also, again, with Benson still alive. And they did everything. Again, they manipulated the cap. They tried everything to be able to get it done, and unfortunately it just never happened. I can see the same thing in Dallas with Jerry Jones, pulling out all stops to be able to try to win a championship before he passes on. So, again, keep, keep your eye on Dallas. No matter what happened with, with McCarthy this year, again, again, uh, you know, they didn't get to the NFC Championship, which is one step from the Super Bowl. Uh, so, and, and they've, got a, they've got a talented team. Staley out in, 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 um, in Los Angeles with the Chargers is on shaky ground, as shaky as the San, And- San Andreas Fault, okay, after an earthquake. If your ownership in Los Angeles right now, okay, and, and, and especially with the Chargers, and you have to compete with the Rams. They already have a Super Bowl. So they got a Super Bowl. They got cachet. They got a ring, even though it wasn't the, the, the season they thought it was going to be this year, and they had devoid of draft picks for, again, going all in trying to win a championship, much like the Saints did. You're trying to be relevant, okay? You know, at some point you have to make a splash. 
You're competing with the Rams who've won a Super Bowl, the Lakers, who are always going to be one of the top teams in L.A., and, and the Dodgers. And you guys you could say the Clippers as well, but they're really the big three are right now the Rams, the Dodgers, uh, and the Lakers. You know, it's just the Clippers and, and the Chargers that are trying to be able to be relevant, okay, uh, when you start talking about the L.A. sports market. So you've got to make a splash. Whether it's this season or next season, Peyton has to be at the top of the, the list in the L.A. market, okay, because the L.A. market is fragile. If you're not winning with pizzazz, you're an afterthought. And that's just across the board. That goes for the Rams as well. You know, the Rams will fade into obscurity if they win this one Super Bowl and then, and then, then they're a team that, again, is, you know, uh, you know, winning two, four, five, six games a year. They'll, 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 they'll fall into obscurity. Uh, remember, it's one of the reasons why the NFL left, okay, because people just didn't care in Los Angeles about football. They care about winning football. They care about names. They care about cachet and pizzazz. That gets them excited. Showtime. Okay, that's L.A. So too many things to do in L.A. But a lot of times, again, sports is an afterthought. To me, Carolina looks like it, it, it's kind of the last chance to get a Hall of Fame coach, right? And, and, and then I think they're willing to pay the cost to the Saints and, and, and Peyton uh, to be able to get it done. I really do. I think that, that, uh, that uh, their ownership uh, realizes this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for them. Uh, they know that, again, they're, they're going to have to pay maybe a premium if ultimately, again, Peyton chooses Carolina. I mentioned the proximity to West Virginia has to be something that I think is being, is being discussed in, in the Peyton household with Skylene. <laughs> so, again, the, the, I don't think Carolina's out of the mix here. i got to be honest with you. Uh, and then the question is for Denver. You've invested the franchise into Russell Wilson. And if you feel like Peyton is a guy that can, again, get the most out of Russell Wilson in, in the twilight of his career, then, then you're going all in, okay? You've got the Walmart money behind you, so you've got more money than God. Money's not an option here. You could pay him whatever he wants at that point. But, but the question is at that point, again, Saints, compensation, what will that look like, et cetera. But I think they're in the mix. I don't think Arizona – uh, is in the mix. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I just think they're a long shot. I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure the ownership wants Peyton. They've got some related. They got obviously got ties to Peyton at one time, the Bidwell family. But I don't know if, if again, they are willing to pay the cost of what it's going to cost to Peyton. Not just, again, the cost of having him as the coach per year on his salary he's going to get, but also, again, on the flip side, paying the cost of, again, what it's going to happen, what it's going to cost to bring Peyton to Arizona. Because I am of the opinion, and, and still of the opinion, and will stay on the opinion until I'm proven wrong. And, and again, we've seen this, this shift now after Cowherd's Cow interview with Sean Payton last week, where, again, he tried to manipulate the market, saying that it's going to be a mid-first-round pick to a late-first-round pick for my services. You know, Mickey and I already, already discussed this. And, and, of course, through Jeff Duncan, uh, the, the tweet about the fact that they're looking for a John Gruden deal. Well, of course they are. We've been talking about looking for a John Gruden deal since day one. And why wouldn't you? It's a once-in-an-opportunity in a lot of cases. You do this once-in-a-generation in some cases where a Super Bowl coach comes on the market of his own doing, okay? He wasn't fired, okay? It wasn't, it wasn't this incredible tailspin, even though, again, uh, the team was 9-8 and eight under his last year and, of course, 7-10, and 10, and I've said it before, I think he's worth four games. Okay, I think the Saints will win 11 games this year if Sean Payton is the coach. You don't see the internal problems that they had. You're not trading Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. You're not seeing, again, the false starts and all the problems that they had there. Now, man, injuries are injuries. But I'm talking about the self-inflicted wounds that we saw almost through the entire season, okay, if Sean Payton is the coach. But, again, that's my opinion. 
So, again, he's worth games to, to, to a, a franchise. So, again, we'll see how that works out. But I don't know if Arizona's, uh, you know, if they're really true players in this at this point. But make no mistake, and I'll say it again, the final destination will be signed off by his wife, Skylene. Okay? I told you the story. Okay? I told you the story uh, of them being followed uh, by a group of, 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 uh, of, of uh, and I'll do, I'll do air quotes here, criminals, okay, uh, uh, when they were leaving some event back to their, their compound at, uh, on Jefferson Avenue and Sean in the Mercedes having to go circle around trying to lose these guys. And then, of course, uh, again, the rumors that Skyline again, just did not feel comfortable in the city of New Orleans because of the crime. And you can't tell me, again, that that doesn't weigh on you because I know what happened with me and my wife, and I'm a native New Orleanian, okay? My wife got to the point where she felt like she could not live in, 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 in Arlene's parish anymore. I, I told her, go find a house, okay? Go find a house elsewhere then. And she did. And she found it here in Metairie. So, I mean, again, you know, your wife, your children, uh, they, carry, they carry weight in these type of decisions. And I think Skyleen carries a tremendous amount of weight in what, again, Sean Payton is going to decide. It's not just Sean deciding, I'm going to Carolina, I'm going to Denver, I'm going to L.A., uh, I'm, I'm going to go to Dallas, I'm, I'm going to come back to New Orleans, whatever. I think, that, again, she is involved in this decision every part of, every part of the way. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. So, again, that's why I say Carolina, I don't think it's out of this. I think logistically, when you look at Carolina to West Virginia, uh, I think that's, a, that's an issue. I'm sure that they love living in Los Angeles. Denver is an up-and-coming uh, uh, place uh, to live, and you can always buy. You can always pay somebody to shovel you out when the snow comes, okay? It's not like Sean's going to be out there shoveling snow to be able, again, to, to be able to open up everything. Someone will be shoveling the snow for him. But other than that, it's a beautiful place to live in an up-and-coming, up-and-coming city. Uh, so many reasons why, you know, again, uh, you know, Sean Payton may choose a place like Denver. Uh, when it's all said and done. And from the fact that, again, maybe he feels he can squeeze some more out of Russell Wilson. So we'll see how that plays out. So um, if he stays another year at Fox, I'm telling you right now, folks, in my opinion, that doesn't lessen uh, the, 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 uh, the cost of what the Saints can get for him. I mean, I keep hearing, oh, man, oh, the, the leverage is, uh, is no longer – what do you mean the leverage is no longer the Saints? He can't coach next year. So, I mean, he's going to sit out until the 2025 season. You don't think he's going to be chomping at the bit at that point? And by that time, you may see the two Los Angeles teams open up uh, in, in terms of the opportunity to be able to um, look for another head coach. There may be other, so, uh, again, places like Chicago, again, uh, not far from his hometown, that may be opening up next year. I mean, I've talked about Chicago before on the TV show, you know, I mean, uh, as a possibility. So I don't think by any means that if, again, Sean Payton says none of these particular teams really are what I'm looking for, that if, again, next year – Bigger markets open up, and you may see again this this um, this this quest for Peyton once again. And again, oh, look, I don't the, the compensation doesn't change. Two number ones, two number twos, and cash. That's all. That's the starting point. That's the starting point. And this is the biggest deal that Loomis ever is going to make as a, as a general manager of the New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry, I said it before. This is akin to getting the first overall pick in the NBA NFL draft. You got the pick now. What are you going to do with it? Well, we want to trade the pick. Are you going to trade the pick for pennies on a dollar? Or are you going to maximize the value of the pick? This is huge for the future of this organization, okay, to turn this thing around quickly. Again, to get draft picks, multiple draft picks, high draft picks, to get that quarterback. But not just that. they got to upgrade the offensive line. They have to upgrade the defensive line. I mean, those are two keys going into this season. Yes, we could talk about wide receiver and some of the other positions which are, which are needed, but quarterback, defensive line, offensive line – 
Those are the most critical positions for this team going forward if they truly are going to get back to a championship pedigree. You've got to have a strong offensive line, you've got to have a strong defensive line, and you've got to have an NFL quarterback that can win championships. So those are the three things, those are the three positions where the Saints have to upgrade. How do you do that? You do that with multiple number one picks, and you also do that with, again, picking, having, having picks. And that's part of the reason why the Saints are where they are right now. This quest to try to win a Super Bowl while Sean, Sean Payton and Drew Brees were here, while Mr. Benson was alive, they gave, and even last year, again, with Mickey Loomis, again, without Payton uh, in the room with him, giving up all those picks for Olave and Penning. And, and you look around the league right now. I'm telling you, it, it made me sick over the weekend, okay, to watch the, the, uh, the divisional round of the playoffs. And you're seeing players on the field where they're picked at. Second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, okay? Some six-round picks. But really that middle of that, of that draft, that third, fourth, fifth round, okay? Okay, where, again, you get the meat of your roster. And what have the Saints been doing? Trading those picks away, moving up, trying to be able to, again, move up to get one player instead of multiple players. And you see the good players that proliferate these teams. You cannot – that that was a formula that only worked if you won a second championship, and they didn't. So now you have to reverse that. In order for you to be able to get back under the salary cap, in order for you to be relevant once again, you have to remake this team. There's going to be a lot of dead weight. There's going to be a lot of guys that are older that cannot compete at the same level they did, and they're not, not competing to the level of compensation they're getting right now because you kicked the can down the road because you gave them bonuses. All the things that they did to manipulate the cap are all coming up right now. But what do you need? You need draft picks, and you need high draft picks, and you need middle-round picks because those fill in your roster. And you look at the Saints now and what they've been able to do, those are undrafted free agents instead of those middle-round picks. It's almost back to the same to what they did when they went through those three, seven, and nine seasons. How did they get there? Trading away picks, not hitting on picks, doing horrible in the draft. And that's the thing. And when I, when I come back from break, I'll talk a little bit about why it's critical to be able to hold on to the best and brightest on this, on the, in this organization, especially now as you turn to rebuild this team. And then again, I know they think they're not in a total rebuild, but I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to get away from this, taking, taking multiple picks to be able to go for one player because we're seeing this now as you look at the rosters of the, of the final four teams and how these teams have drafted. And not just the first and second rounds, but again, across the board. Okay, going into the middle and late rounds and guys that have come in and that make a difference. Free agent pickups that, again, don't have to be the biggest free agent on the market, but they come in, they have a skill set, and they make a difference. It's what the team got away from for a while. Look, I'm telling you right now, uh, as much as I want Jeff Ireland back, as much as I want Kai Harley back, as much as I want Michael Parrington back, they've made mistakes, okay, especially along that offensive line, okay, and also the defensive line. Now, a lot of their good defenders – because, again, they made a choice to be able to go out and spend two number one picks on Peyton, on Peyton Turner, two more picks, picks on, on, on Davenport. Uh, and, you know, you got Hendrickson, again, who's tearing it up in, um, in Cincinnati. You can look at Sheldon Rankins up in, New York, up in New York with the Jets. We can go on and on and on on the defenders, Malcolm Brown in Jacksonville. We go on and on with, again, defenders that were here, but you chose to go in another direction because why? You spent, you spent draft capital on players that ultimately didn't pan out. And, look, as great as Jeff Ireland has done with the draft, those are mistakes that are on him. That's on his tally. That's on his tally. So, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out, but I'll get into that when we come back after our break. But this is a crossroads for this team.
And, look, this is me. I don't have the confidence that Mickey Loomis can get it done. Now, maybe I'm wrong, okay? Look, I said this a long time ago. Just by osmosis, you should be able to, again, have been around the NFL for as long as he has now. Not none of the position where he started, where he was more of a pencil pusher, right? He was a he was an accountant. Okay, he's been he's been with he's been in the war room now, okay, for almost what? You're going back to, to the nineties, okay? So I mean this is twenty twenty three. When when you start talking about I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in two thousand, pardon me. Okay, he started in two thousand. So it's almost a generation, right? Um you had to have learned something. You had to learn something. But, again, this, this, this practice of, of giving away middle-round picks to try to go up and get a certain player, uh, especially when you need talent across the board. And, you again, don't believe me? Go look at the rosters on the Final Four team. Go look at, again, where these guys were drafted. It's pretty easy. Our lads has it on there. And you'll see exactly what my point is. You've got to be able, again, that day two, that day three of the draft, you have to, be, you have to hit on as well as you do as day one. Day one is critical. There's no doubt. You got a number one pick, got to hit on it. But you got to hit on day two, and you got to find some diamonds on day three. And that's how you keep a, a, a franchise afloat. And that's how, again, you keep your salary cap intact in as well. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Oh, man, we got a bad storm coming through tonight. Uh, you know, they're talking about winds in the, uh, you know, 60 mile an hour gust. Um, you know, 30-mile-an-hour sustained winds, almost like, again, a, a tropical event in, in, in the middle of um, – uh, in, in the middle of – toward the late, late part of January. Look, here's what you don't want. You don't want your power going out, okay? And I can solve that for you real easy. Uh, and that is, again, one f- call to my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Jason and Josh Burkhardt were, were at a convention last week for, uh, for Generac. Uh, they, they came back with some fantastic ideas, and, of course, the latest one Generac is offering. They have Generac generators in their warehouse right now ready to be installed in your home or business. Uh, uh, again, Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or your business, sit down with you, find out what you're looking for. It's a consultation. It's not a hard sell. What are you looking for in terms of generator? Okay, here are your options and explain to you why. If you've done the homework, it's an easy consultation. You can finance it over time uh, with, again, low monthly notes. Pay it all up front if you like. It's your choice. New install quality check after one month. They do that with everything they install for you at Burkhardt. And then, of course, Burkhardt with their crews, uh, again, top-notch, okay? Dedicated generator team that, again, handles everything for you. Planning permits, inspections, the whole nine yards. Look, for me, for my Generac generator, the, 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 our house did not have gas. It had, it, at one time they did, as all houses did, you know, that they were, so, were built around the time my house was built. But, again, they hadn't used gas service in, in over a decade. So I had to have a new gas line run, okay? So I didn't only run a gas line for the generator. I also ran gas line for my dryer and also for my, for my, uh, for my stove. But Burkhardt was here through every one of those inspections. So even, not just the inspection you get for the generator. They were there for my gas inspections as well. They do it all for you, okay? Planning permits inspections. They also place the generator where it's going to be safely operating. Uh, and then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service and, and also maintain that generator for you all year round. Why, you, can, you won't go wrong with Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You're looking for a generator, you don't want the power to go out in your home or your business ever again, call Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need to get organized this year at amazing savings. Right now, get up to 50% off select folders, file cabinets, file boxes, and storage bins. In-store only, offer ends 128. Make this year your year with Staples, the working and learning store. Delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Corondo let exit look out for delays solid 10 eastbound from just past city park to the high rise 10 westbound your delays are steady from just past st bernard to canal on the 610 on the eastbound side your delays are solid from just past st bernard to the 10610 merge if you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side look out for backups right at canal boulevard and look out for an accident napoleon at ferret i'm at robinson broadcasting from the attorney mike brandner traffic center on the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
Hey, don't forget about my friends over Suburban Roofing and Siding. Uh, Marty Scoggins, uh, he's a godsend. I just tell you, I, I, Marty, Marty's been a, 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 a sponsor of this program for 19 years. Uh, when we first came on a sports rap 20 years ago, uh, we were on about a year, and Marty called me one day and said, look, man, I like the show, I like what you're doing, I like, like to become a sponsor of your program. He's been with us ever since. Uh, Marty put a new roof on my, on my home after Ida. When, when, we, when, when, again, we had damage to the roof. Uh, we had three adjusters come out and told us, no, you cannot get a new roof. You have to patch this roof. Marty went up, took a look at it, says, no way I can patch this roof. No way anybody can patch this roof. You need a new roof. And then they sent out another adjuster. Marty meets the adjuster, goes on the roof with him. Now, literally, it's like a five-minute conversation. He points out about five different spots on the roof, and both of them come to the agreement and says, okay, you know what? They need, they need a new roof. So the insurance company bought the new roof. Uh, Marty put a, a, a shingle on my home, the most wind-resistant shingle on the market today. going to save me money on terms of my insurance. Uh, fully licensed insured, member of the Better Business Bureau, been re-roofing South Louisiana for over 20 years. Okay, One of some over 6% of roofing contractors nationwide that is, again, certified by shingle manufacturers, which allows their customers, again, to qualify for the Manufacturer Extended Warranty Program. Uh, I've known Marty almost 20 years. Honest, reliable, stands behind all suburban roof is quality workmanship. As I told you before, at least four more of my neighbors got a suburban roof on their homes after they saw the workmanship they did on my home. And uh, again, the, now again, the, their, their crews are skilled when it comes to all types of roofs. So it's not just, again, flat roof, any type of roof you got, industrial, residential, commercial, Marty can handle it for you. They'll even hand nail your roof. I see some other companies out there now uh, talking about hand nailing roofs. Let me tell you something. I've been talking about it for 20 years, okay, on this program about Marty Scoggins and, of course, his uh, skilled crews hand nailing roofs. It's a lost art, okay? Everybody wants to pop, pop, pop with the hydraulic gun and get to the next job. Attention to details, which you get from Marty Scoggin and Suburban Roofing. 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Don't sign that contract with any other company till you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. Ask for Marty Scoggins. And look, you still got that, you still got that, um, uh, maybe you still got damage to your roof. You're still dealing with, again, the, uh, you know, uh, with, with the insurance company. Call Marty Scoggin and Suburban Roofing. Maybe they can help. Maybe they can help. That's 504-861-ROOF. All right, uh, Jack from River Ridge is, is on the line. Jack, welcome. How you doing, Jack? How you doing, Eric? I'm doing great, Jack. Thanks for calling. Eric, I love this guessing about where Sean might go. Because if it wasn't for that, then all we'd, we'd be doing is bitching about that um, Brandon Ingram and, and uh, Zion aren't in the lineup. So, right. you know, well, I'm bitching about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, but, look, but the Saints um, have got a little deflection, right? Nobody's talking right. about the Saints and this season because everybody's talking about what you can get for Peyton. So, if anything, Mickey Loomis has got a little bit of reprieve here because really the, uh, the, 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 most of the attention has been, again, where's Sean going to go? But, okay, look, clearly I don't, I don't have Sean on speed dial. I don't know what's in his head. But, but I, I'm trying to think about it from where he might be. And, look, I'm not rooting for Sean Peyton. I'm just trying to figure out where this might go. So, Sean's nearly 60 years old. Do you really think he wants to coach for another 10 years? I mean, I don't know. I think or, he wants another Super Bowl. Another... Yeah, he wants that's another it. Super Bowl. That's it, because so he wants to solidify his, his place in the Hall of Fame. And that's all he wants. He's looking for the net, that big-time accolade. That's it. So, some of these teams don't make any sense. Like, you know, you, Houston doesn't make any sense, because that's kind of a rebuild. And also, um, um, if, you, if somehow you did take that job – 
you, you don't want to give up the second pick in the draft because the only good thing about that is that you get to pick your quarterback, right? Right. <laughs> so, so, but I think um, they would give up the 12th pick. And, and, again, they have multiple picks now because of the, of the Watson deal. And I think that's the one place that he could go where ultimately I think he may have full autonomy like he had here in New Orleans, right? And, and they have the they have with the compensation that's necessary to give the Saints what they want, and he would still have picks that he could still use to rebuild his roster. Yeah. So and and then look, um, the, the Arizona job. I mean, tell me what you think. You see, I just don't I think it's going like to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they they got they spent two hundred million dollars on a quarterback that they don't seem to like. Right. They had to put it in the they had to put it in the contract that he actually do his job, which is just crazy. <laughs> Right. And, and then, and then they, they extended the coach what in in July or whatever, and, and five mm-hmm. to six months later. That that doesn't seem like a well, very stable. Right, situation. and he's in Thailand enjoying enjoying the fruits of his labor. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, but I, I guess we'll just you know have to see you know where. I'm telling goes. you, Skyline's got something to say about this. I'm, I have no doubt that she's going to have she is she is going to have. I don't think his first wife had a lot to say about it one way or the other because, again, it was getting his first job, and, you know, you go where you can go. He wanted to be in Green Bay. He ended up in New Orleans, okay? Uh, but I, but I, I think the second time around, I think she has uh, she has some say in it, and, and uh, she has some say in him leaving New Orleans, and I think she's got some say in the way he ultimately ends up. Well, I, got, I didn't know he was harassed like that. I didn't. I didn't hear that story until you just said it. I got this yeah, through multiple indi- multiple individuals that were media members that that he that uh, that he told this to. He had a he had a um, he had a, a, a dinner uh, with the with the the Saints media before he left. And you know, one thing about Sean again, he likes to get into story time. And uh, and he told those media members that, and I got it from multiple individuals that were there. Uh, that that was one of the stories that was being told about, again, that, you know, that they felt unsafe one night. They felt like they were being followed and that Skyline was not uh, happy with, again, the, the, the direction the city was going in terms of crime. And look, nobody is, okay? I don't care if you build a compound on Jefferson Avenue or not. You still want to go to Pilates. You still want to go to a restaurant. You still want to go hang out with your friends, you know, on Magazine Street or whatever. And if you're not safe, you're not safe. And that's part of the problem we got right now. And me, i got to be honest with you. I wish he would come out and say that publicly, okay, because maybe, it, again, it would, it, would, it would more weight than a radio talk show host of myself or, again, those that, again, that, are, or, or, that truly care about our city. I think it carries a lot of weight with Sean Pink when it said, look, hey, look, one of the reasons why I left was crime was bad. Okay? Yeah. I, 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 I could, and I couldn't agree with you more about the mayor. You know, I heard you were saying, I mean, yeah, you're right. She embarrassed the city once again. Oh, my but God. Look, get, get, but look, get get back to Peyton for just a minute. Do you think there's sure. a timeline on this? Do you think you think he makes a decision before the Super Bowl or after, or what he goes on? Well, first of all, I don't think he'll make a make a decision Super Bowl week because the NFL kind right. of frowns on that, right? They want everything to be about the Super Bowl. So if it's not going to be done this week, then that, then he's got a week in between the Super Bowl, right, and then the Super Bowl. So it'll be either done either this week, next week, or it'll be done the week after the Super Bowl, in my opinion. All right. Well, Eric, thanks for taking my call. Always appreciate you listening, brother. Thanks so much. All right, look, now now the dust has settled on the Saints, right, Uh, and then the retention of their coaching staff. I'll tell you right now, I am curious, beyond curious, of why they have not elevated, uh, again, co-defensive coordinator uh, uh, Ryan Nielsen, who just interviewed with the Vikings. The Falcons uh, got permission for him to interview um, for their vacant defensive coordinator job. Let me say this right now. He's too valuable to lose. 
when you find a guy, and they, they seem to have one of these guys in Hodges, Michael Hodges is, is the linebacker coach. When you find a guy that has the aptitude that Nielsen does, and he's an up-and-comer, and he's a guy that, again, is very good at one certain position, but you know that, again, the next step for him is defensive coordinateship. Uh, you know, you do what you can to hold on to those coaches, okay? To me, he's too valuable to lose. But, again, Loomis seems to be con- content on losing one or both of his DCs. That includes Chris Richard, who, again, I'm not downplaying here. Very good on, very good defensive mind when it comes to defensive backfield. A, a guy that, again, has been on the list for a lot of people to be a defensive coordinator. But there, there's something special about Ryan Nielsen. And you don't let special guys out the building. It's just the issue here. Um, also, not keeping, uh, not keeping at least one to me is a major mistake. Uh, again, I believe Nielsen is the most valuable of the two based on the development of defensive line before this season, right? But again, remember, as I said earlier, they lost a lot of quality players, man, over the last couple of years simply because they went in another direction. They were waiting on Davenport to be able to, again, evolve, and he just didn't happen. Um, I'm on the record of saying uh, I want uh, Dennis Allen to give up the game day defensive play calling, okay? Concentrate on being a head coach. If you do that, you can bring back a Richard or a Nielsen because they become the defensive coordinator at that point. Not just in name only, but they are the D.C. And you can block other teams from, from being able to hire them. Loomis has not moved on that, okay? Uh, now, look, if D.A. was to give up the, the, the play calling, it, look, it, he'd still be the head coach, right? He's concentrating on being the head coach, but he has veto power. Like, like, like again, if he doesn't like what the offensive play is, the defensive play, I just think for him in, in a year where he's got to be able to get this team uh, again to the playoffs in order to keep his job, he should be concentrating on the head coaching duties, okay? And then let me say this. I said this last week, and I didn't get too excited about it because I felt like with Rauscher's dismissal that they possibly would bring in someone to call the plays or maybe a Ronald Curry would call the plays on game day. Now, again, I mentioned this before. I don't know why they didn't give Ronald Curry the play-calling duties when it seemed things were faltering. There were a lot of mistakes made on offense. I'm not just talking in the, in the game planning, but I'm still talking about, again, um, uh, situational football, uh, you know, uh, down and distance, who should be on the field. It took him forever to realize that Taysom Hill needed to be on the field. I go back to something Sean, Sean Vazant said, 25 touches for Kamara, and, and, and Taysom Hill, and that's how, that was the formula for winning. And, and Carmichael couldn't figure it out, okay? Uh, conservative when he shouldn't have been. Um, you know, just, just, just a lot of reasons why Carmichael, to me, is not a great day, game day play caller, okay? Uh, but let me say this. If they don't bring in someone to be the play caller and you're just going to run it back like you were last year, that's a tough sell to season ticket holders, but that, that's a tough sell to the team, okay? Um, if that continues, then I'm going to tell you right now, Allen and his whole staff needs to get a realtor on speed, on speed dial, okay? You better have a realtor on speed dial because you're going to be selling your homes because you're going to be gone. You're going to be gone. Running it back and saying, this is basically what they're saying, this is on the players. The players didn't perform. The players were injured. The player, the, well, the players weren't motivated. The players had a, had a coach that was a guy that ruled with an iron fist. That was a guy that was a master motivator. That a guy that, again, the wrath of Peyton was the thing that you feared more than anything coming out silent when you made a mistake. And you didn't have that with Dennis Allen. You had the substitute teacher. And how do you think that changes in one year? I, think, I don't think it does. So, obviously, to me, the changes needed to be made you know, on the offensive side of the ball in terms of not so much Carl Michaels' game planner because he's proven to be a pretty good game planner. 
But who's making the critical calls in that microsecond when you have to make the right call to get the right play in? And he didn't do a good job of it last year. And I don't think, again, he's cut out to be that type of guy. So we'll see how it plays out. Also, doesn't appear that Loomis is going to be um, has done anything to protect Jeff Ireland, Kai Harley, or, or Michael Parrington from being poached. Not just by Peyton, if he takes another job this year. And I'm also going to say in the area scouts as well. What are they doing to make sure they're holding on to these guys? If, they, if Again, continuity is truly, again, what they're talking about. Let me see this right now. It's a crapshoot, okay? Because the Saints are now preparing for the 2023 draft in April. Losing any one of, the again, their top uh, brass inside the organization, Parrington, Ireland, right? Or, again, losing their top scouts would be devastating for this team. Again, they need to hit on this year's draft and this year's free agency class. And I'll just say it again. The track record is there. Go look it up, okay? Having Loomis in charge of personnel decisions is frightening. It's frightening enough. But not having those three with the expertise that they brought to the Saints during the Peyton era, Saints are doomed to mediocrity at best. And that's just the way it is. So I'm not hearing anything. We don't know. Maybe they've done it behind the scenes, and we just don't know about it. But they surely should be protecting Harley, uh, Parrington, and Ireland. And, again, the top area scouts that they have. Because you don't want to go into this draft where, again, let's say Peyton gets a job next week, uh, and then all of a sudden he comes in and poaches. Uh, some of these other coaches around the, the NFL, get, uh, again, are getting a job. Or again, they're, they're, they know what you have here. Uh, they know it, it could be a one-year deal with Dennis Allen, and they come and poach. It is as much uh, Mickey Loomis's job, not just, again, to be able to rebuild the, well, the, the, playing, the players on this team, but also to protect the quality staff members, whether it's in the front office, whether it's in the scouting department, or, or again, again it, it, is, it is the coaching staff. And uh, so far, it looks as though that has not happened. And th- that is troubling. For me, a season ticket holder since 1981 and a Saints fan since 67, okay? And, and for a lot of people out there that are expecting, again, a different result next year with, again, the same uh, running it back with the same people. Uh, some of those individuals need to be protected. Some of them need a bus ticket out of town. Uh, it doesn't look like Loomis has been willing to do either. Uh, he's got running it back with the status quo. Really, again, now, not blaming the coaching staff for what happened this year, putting it all on the players, again, on why they underachieved. And I think, again, there's a lot of blame to be spread around uh, with both players and coaches and the front office on, again, why this, this uh, last season was a 7-10 uh, and 10 disaster. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning heating system. And we're in that yo-yo type of year, right? Uh, this is the, the winter in New Orleans. Uh, AC one day. Uh, uh, you've got um, um, also heating uh, the next. Uh, and you want to make sure that, again, those, um, those uh, systems are working properly. How do you do it? You call my friends at Burkhart. Burkhart will be out taking care of you with preventive maintenance. Or, again, if, if your system breaks down, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. That's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. 
Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. For a truly wild experience this Saturday, head to the fairgrounds, race course, and slots for the return of their exotic animal racing featuring zebras, camels, and more. Post time is 1 p.m. Next, get ready to dance the night away. Saturday night at the Metropolitan Nightclub on Andrew Higgins Boulevard with Jason Ross performing live. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Or sign up for the Whereyat weekly e-blast to get the latest email directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hour number two, we'll, we'll talk Tulane, LSU. We'll talk Pelicans. We'll talk about the mayor's uh, appearance on Face the Nation. And, of course, there's an insurance um, special session going on. We'll talk about that as well. All coming up in hour number two. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Garland Gillen joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. We'll be right back after these messages. Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon 
on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, also the World Wide Web at uh, NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home based on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. At Eric on the Scratch on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Garland Gillen just got back with me. He'll join me this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, that's uh, uh, Thursday at 1, live broadcast on WLA-TV, also live streaming on WLA-TV YouTube page, and then here come the rebroadcast for you. 6 p.m. on LA on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. All right, a couple breaking uh, news stories before we get into it. Uh, we talked extensively about the defensive coordinatorship uh, with the uh, Saints and Ryan Nielsen had had an interview with the Vikings. Uh, we had not heard whether he had interviewed with the Falcons or not. That has happened. That is complete. He has interviewed with the Falcons today. Uh, hopefully the Saints will be able to hold on to a quality coach uh, going forward. Um, the, the Pelicans have announced that Zion Williamson will be out at least another two weeks uh, when it comes to um, uh, his injured hamstring. Uh, it is healing. He is doing better. Uh, but, again, not enough to be able to get him on the court uh, for the uh, for the upcoming um, uh, for the uh, upcoming uh, uh, games over the next couple of weeks. So now the Pels are 3-7 and seven, uh, in their last 10. They're on a four-game losing streak. Uh, they slipped it to, again, now 26-21. and 21. They're in fourth place in the West. They're seven games out of first place. Denver in town tonight. Denver is in first place in the West. Ingram has played 5-on-5. Five five. He's day-to-day. Uh, there was a thought that maybe he'd play tonight against Denver. They have not announced that as of yet, or tomorrow night against Minnesota. They need him back on the floor, uh, especially with the reevaluation of Zion today, uh, saying that um, he won't be available for at least two more weeks. They're going to reevaluate him then. Um, now, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. That means he's going to be playing in two weeks. You know how that goes. Uh, you know, it's interesting, again, what happened over the weekend with, again, the, the, the Magic uh, and, and then, then Miami having to play in Florida. You know, first, when you look at it on paper, okay, you're just thinking again. You think you say the Pelicans lost to the Magic. But think about this for a second. The Magic and the Pelicans are not that far apart when you look at the rosters when Brandon Ingram and, and Zion are not available. Um, the, the, the Orlando Magic have a very good young team. They just don't have the two superstars, okay, and I got in air quotes, like they have here in New Orleans with Brandon Ingram and Zion. Okay, I'm talking about megastars. Got some very good young players who could turn into superstars, but they're just not quite there yet. Uh, in the game until the fourth quarter, too many turnovers. The defense let them down down the stretch. Then, of course, Miami, okay, a veteran team. They, they beat, a, beat a tired Pelican team at home last week in the Smoothie King Center. But, again, the Pels are right in this in Miami. I mean, right, I mean all the way up until the fourth quarter, and then, of course, what happens? You got a team where guys are trying to be able to do too much, guys that are in different roles now, and, of course, ending up with 25 turnovers that cost them the game. Um, I think there's a couple ways to look at it. Um, actually, you know, as I was getting my monologue ready for this, I did not hear um, Willie Green's press conference, but he kind of echoed what, I, what, 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 what my thoughts are. I will say this first of all. He did not say this. I worry about, um, about C.J., uh, McCollum and also uh, uh, Valanciunas post All Star. They have put a lot of wear and tear on their bodies during this stretch with Ingram and Zion injured. 
both guys are gamers. Both guys, again, are, are, are pros, pros. It takes a lot to get them off the floor. Uh, but, I, again, I worry, again, I'm, I'm hoping that once Zion and Brandon Ingram comes back, that they, again, they don't have any more injuries or setbacks, that you can start to rest those two guys a little bit more so that, again, they're, they're not expending, uh, again, all this energy uh, in, in the second half of the season that they have to do in the front half of the season because of the injuries. Now, this is where well, Willie and I agree. There's a silver lining here, okay? Najee, Daniels, Herb, Trey, uh, uh, Jackson Hayes, Hernan Gomez, Alvarado have all taken on now larger roles, all right? Uh, it's going to help them, okay? It's going to help them be big game ready, all right? The increase in the minutes and experience uh, is, is a good thing because of that. If you look at a silver lining here, that's it, okay? Um, on, the, on the flip side, look, I saw Deontay Graham on Sunday. He played really well against Miami in a stretch. But um, i got to sit right now. Uh, even though they, they, they moved uh, uh, Kyra Lewis to, to, again, the G League, and they, they sent him down there so he could get a little more playing time, you got to start saying, again, I know he's a veteran, but, and you like to have a veteran on the floor, but he's stealing minutes from Kyra Lewis at this point. Uh, he's got to start playing more consistent. They needed him more now than they needed him with Zion and Brandon Ingram, but he just hasn't been able to, uh, to perform. So we'll see, again, how that, that plays out. But, again, we know uh, Brandon Ingram is now day-to-day. Hopefully we'll play tonight or tomorrow night against Minnesota. And Zion, Zion is out for at least a couple more weeks, and he'll be reevaluated. All right. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Tulane and LSU before we get into uh, the mayor and, and of course, the, the um, special session for insurance that's, that's going on. And I do want to touch on, on Ground Patty before we get out of here today. They're not a, they're not a, a sponsor of this program. But they are an iconic restaurant in, 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 in the history of our, of our city, especially, again, since the 70s. So I don't want to let the, the, the day go by without me at least talking a little bit about them. Got to tell you what, excited to hear, first of all, the, the crowds that came out over the weekend to celebrate the, the Cotton Bowl victory from Tulane. Um, Tulane Athletics is back, man. Uh, there is a euphoria now uh, that is something that I have not seen since maybe I was a little kid, right? And that, that, does, that even precludes the 1998 season uh, where they went undefeated. Willie Fritz made a comment this week to, to WGNO-TV that he's going to be the coach for life at Tulane. That's great news. Something I've spoken about on this, team, on this show for years, right? Uh, now Fritz has leverage. He's got the leverage, again, that, that, that no coach at Tulane has had since maybe Tommy Bowden and Rick Jones. Uh, he's going to get that lucrative extension to 2020-30. Uh, which is, again, something that um, uh, he talked to WGNO-TV about. He also mentioned in that interview that he's going to be fundraising next week for an indoor practice facility, which is great news. He's 62. It's one of the reasons why I thought that he's not moving, okay? But now he's got the got leverage, okay, and it solidified his position at Tulane. Now, again, look, he comes with a bunch of bad seasons. There may be some buyer's remorse. But right now, again, he has everything in front of him in terms of the power that he has to make some, uh, some critical decisions for not just his program, but the athletic program going forward. He's got the Fear the Wave Collective, which, again, is available for NIL. He's got deep-pocketed alumni now who are willing to pay attention to Tulane football, which, I tell, again, bodes well for all sports uh, in terms of, again, funding facilities and NIL funds, which are now the lifeblood of, again, an athletic organization in college. And for, for the, the way I look at it is now, uh, for all the programs, a rising tide lifts all boats. And in this case, the rising wave 
is, is the Wave football program, okay? And I think it'll lift all Tulane athletic programs. I really am bullish on Tulane going forward, not just in a weekend AAC, but again, as, as a possibility that, again, when we see this next shift in terms of conference realignment, that if Tulane, again, puts the money into athletics they need to, and they continue to start building a winning program, baseball, football, basketball, women's sports, uh, that they will be in, a, in, in one of the top conferences next time around. And they have a chance under the new format in football that they could be, again, a, a, uh, in the playoffs each and every year. And what does that say about, about Tulane? Now, remember, I told you about Texas San Antonio. They're coming in. They got more money than Tulane. They got better facilities than Tulane. Uh, it's an arms race within the AAC now for Tulane, okay, to be able to keep up with, again, just the four schools that are coming in. So don't fool yourself and think, okay, Tulane won. They're going to be top dog. Uh, a lot of these schools have the facilities and the money that's necessary to be able to fuel a, a, a successful athletic program. And they're going to be vying for the AAC championships as well. So we'll see how that plays out. also want to give credit to, to Brian Kelly. Um, his transfer portal class has been ranked anywhere from one to three in the nation. You add that to his early signing class, what's going to, what he's getting in the upcoming national signing day. And I'm telling you right now, LSU's sitting pretty for 2023. They are, really are. Uh, in just a short period of time, Kelly's turned the LSU back, uh, program back into a national power. And... I, I believe they'll once again be preseason top ten, and that this is fast. Be look at the look at the recruits where they came from. Look look at again what he's done in Louisiana in terms of putting the fence up, and then look at the transfer portal of guys that are jumping in. They want to jump on LSU's bandwagon. This is a national destination program once again, and got to give a lot of credit to Brian Kelly uh, for for what he was able to do uh, in terms of that. And uh, I'm excited about both. LSU basketball, Mulkey has, 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 has an incredible run with his undefeated uh, women's basketball team. McMahon is struggling a bit here. I mean, I think that's pretty evident now. Look, he's put together a pretty good team for, uh, for a, a, uh, uh, a program that, again, had no one, much like the football program, left over when everyone uh, transferred out after Will Wade was dismissed. Um, but he's locked shooting. When you get into the SEC and you're playing the type of, against the type of defensive teams that you have, you've got to be able to hit the outside shot. And they just haven't been able to do that consistently. And that's been their, their Achilles heel. And you just can't win. You just can't win consistently with, with that. And that's unfortunate. But, again, it may take him, unlike, again, what it took Monkey, what it took, um, what it took uh, Kelly, may take him a year or two maybe to get that back to prominence. But he's a damn good coach. And you could see it just in his first recruiting class. It's got, got some voids, but, it, again, it was expected. Uh, but, again, the SEC has proven too tough uh, for the Tigers so far this season. UNO, a uh, couple, couple tough losses. Hopefully, again, Coach Sless will be able to turn this thing around. And, look, Tulane, uh, Ron, Ron Hunter's got a really good team right now. Uh, and uh, uh, hopefully they'll, they'll continue to be able to excel and, uh, and be in the mix, uh, again, for the AAC championship when it all says it's said and done. Uh, number one, Houston beat the other day by Temple, by the way. Uh, I think a little bit of a byproduct, a little bit of hangover from Tulane and what Tulane did. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at, um, over at um, Dave Miet Insurance. Um, it's time for an insurance checkup. No, no, it's, it's not, it's not uh, hurricane season. But so many people right now or without insurance because, again, their insurance companies packed up and left Louisiana. Uh, or they chose to cherry pick where, where they're only going to write policies that they feel that, again, they're not going to have to um, uh, get, I don't want, and I'm using air quotes here, burned, okay, uh, by, again, uh, tropical events or hurricanes. Um, 
Dave Miet Insurance is a one-stop shop for your insurance needs. Um, I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, River Parishes, they handle it all. He can search over 50 companies to get you the best coverage for the best price. And, yeah, my insurance company is one of those companies. Progressive, again, uh, said that they didn't want to put out the risk anymore in Louisiana. Was with them since we bought the house six years ago, paid the premiums, made one claim after Ida Wright, and, of course, they dropped. And they don't want the risk anymore. Uh, but, again, thankfully, Dave worked tirelessly and was able to find me an insurance company, uh, Solvent, that, again, that, uh, uh, that took, on, took on our insurance. He can do the same for you. 504-556-0809. Uh, meet with him at his, at his uh, office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Or, again, go to his website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Commercial, residential, industrial, you need help with insurance, think Dave Miet Insurance. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, call Dave. Speaking of, special session for the insurance crisis uh, has been called by the governor. Um, Jim Donnell and the insurance commissioner would like to put $45 million in an incentive fund, okay? Now, let me say this. It's pretty sad that the taxpayers and the ratepayers of Louisiana having to incentivize insurance companies who are in the risk business, by the way. That's what they do. They're in the risk business to write homeowners insurance in Louisiana. Meanwhile, there's, there's, they, are, they continue to write policies for life, auto, fire, okay? Here in the, they like to cherry pick. They want to pick what they want to write, okay? And they're allowed to do that. So many lost their insurance after Ida, okay? Uh, paying premiums in some cases for decades, okay? They file a claim, they get dropped. Insurance companies don't want the exposure, in South Louisiana anymore. Something's got to be done, okay? I mean, at period of the end, something has to be done. The state is trying to, to go at this alone, and I've said this before. This needs to be a collective effort nationwide. The state of Louisiana cannot fight the insurance industry on their own. They can't do it, okay? Every part of this, of this country is dealing with an insurance industry that's trying to cherry-pick on coverage, whether it's out west and they don't want to deal with earthquakes or they don't want to deal with, again, uh, with, with, uh, with um, wildfires, whether, again, it's the Midwest with tornadoes, uh, again, whether, again, now it's, whether it's the East Coast and, and the Gulf Coast when, when it comes to hurricanes or, or tropical events. Um, basically, again, they want to write based on the risk of, 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 where, of, of the geographical uh, region in which they're in. So to me, this is as much of a, a federal issue as a state issue, okay? In, in terms of, you know, you know, at least in terms of, again, who, what insurance companies are willing to write and where. To me, Louisiana should be leading the way right now. Instead of saying, I'm going to put $45 million in, into an incentive fund to be, again, pulling together Gulf and East Coast states to eliminate cherry picking by insurance companies. Either an insurance company writes a full portfolio or they don't write it at all. And what you have then there is strength in numbers. If you've got the entire East Coast, the entire Gulf Coast coming together saying, hey, you're not writing in our states unless you're ultimately going to write an, an, a, a, you know, the full, uh, the full uh, uh, portfolio of, of, uh, of coverage. Not just cherry picking on what you want to write, okay? But the full portfolio of coverage. $45 million in an incentive fund isn't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it long term. Look, this happened after Katrina, and I talked about it then, okay? 
I talked about it then. Almost 20 years ago, I talked about this. We lured a lot of insurance companies to, to, the, to the state. They were not solvent, okay? They took the money to prop up their companies, and then they left when, they were, when we were hit by years of major storms. If the insurance crisis, I'm going to tell you right now, here's the bottom line here when it comes to insurance crisis right now. We're all dealing with it. My insurance doubled, okay? I'm sure yours did, yours did as well. If the insurance coverage crisis is not solved, owning a home may be reserved for the rich, okay? And what's the American dream for everyone? To own your own home, right? Okay? That becomes now a nightmare because it's going to be impossible. And then you get to people who, again, who are on fixed incomes, those that, again, that, that, that are going into the last quarter of their life, the twilight of their life, okay, and having to pay insurance. Look, I'll just use a perfect example uh, within my family. I know a lot of you have heard about, again, the, uh, uh, my aunt, who, again, is 104 years old. I bragged about her on this program many times. Her and her sisters, are, her two other two sisters are in their hundreds as well. We had a party for them a few years ago celebrating their 100th birthday. Um, and that, that, my aunt has lived in the French Quarter her entire life. My great-great-grandfather built the house on Barrack Street in which she lived, okay? Um, that, 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 pro- that property's been there well over, well over 100 years, okay? And they, they, the, the house, they had a fire in which my, my aunt was critically injured. Uh, my cousin was injured as well. Please, your prayers for my, for my aunt, if you would, again, who is not uh, doing well as we speak. Uh, she's been a trooper through this last couple of weeks, but again, she's slowly slipping away because of, the, again, the, the injuries from the fire. But they don't have insurance on that building. And I was shocked to find that out, okay? But then when it was explained to me that insurance cost them, again, $10,000 a year for a woman that's 104 years old who is on Social Security and, and, uh, and, 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 a, and a pension from the Port of New Orleans from my uncle who worked there. Impossible for them to be able to keep up the insurance. So now you're talking about a situation where they couldn't afford insurance because it had gotten so expensive. People are dealing with that every single day in our city now, every single day in our region now, where, again, they have to make decisions on, well, I can't afford insurance. My house is paid for. I'm going to roll the dice. Or if they can't afford insurance, they have to become a renter because they no longer can afford the insurance, which allows them to be a homeowner. We should not have to be making choices like that. There needs to be affordable insurance for individuals to be able to, again, protect their home, okay, protect their investment in their home, uh, and it's unfortunate. But, again, some people can afford it, but the way we're going right now is owning a home may be reserved for the rich and the rich only because of, again, what it costs to be able to insure your home. Even, even again, the, uh, the, again, the federally subsidized flood insurance program is higher than it's ever been. And I'm one that talked about a federally subsidized insurance program, again, across the board uh, for, for catastrophic, uh, uh, um, catastrophic insurance for things like earthquakes and wildfires, akin to what we have with the flood insurance program, expanding that program. I talked about it 20 years ago, and it still hasn't come to fruition. But something has to happen. You can't get in a situation where people cannot afford to be able to insure their properties and then ultimately become renters, okay? Uh, the housing stock can't handle it, all right? And certainly in this city, we know that, again, if you allow a, a house to become a rental, in a lot of cases it becomes a short-term rental, and, of course, that hurts the culture of our city. That's not everywhere, but that's definitely, again, in major cities like New Orleans. We're seeing that over and over again. Something's got to be done to make insurance affordable for the average person to be able to own a home 
uh, in America, and especially, again, at risk areas like out west with the wildfires and the earthquakes, uh, like the Midwest with their tornadoes and flooding, and, of course, also what we're dealing with here uh, on the East Coast and the Gulf Coast when it comes to tropical events. And the $45 million Band-Aid they're trying to put up in the legislature right now might be a short-term answer, but the long-term answer is, again, states banding together and demanding a full portfolio from insurance company coverage, or, again, you don't cover it all. That's the only way it's going to change. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I do want to mention one thing before we go to break, and and that is, again, the tragedy yesterday of uh, Ground Patty burning to the ground on David Drive. It's going to be missed, man. 51 years in business, so many memories, a, a quality restaurant. Hopefully they'll, they'll rebuild. I mean, there are some buildings around the Metairie that, again, maybe they can move right into. Uh, my, my producer, Rudy Dixon, was telling me the old Shoney's uh, right there on, on, on um, uh, what is it, on Clearview. Um, has, been, uh, has been vacant for, for almost a decade now, right? Um, I don't, I'm not sure what happened. Okay, I'm sure what the fire department will tell us and the fire marshal what's all said and done. I do know this. Ground Patty's closed on Monday, so nobody was there, okay? It was tough watching, again, the longtime um, uh, employees talking about Ground Patty and, and of course, it being a family because it is. Again, if you go to Ground Patty, you see very familiar faces. Uh, we, we started going to Ground Patty when we were kids in the 70s, okay? Uh, throwing peanuts on the floor. And then that had kind of ended. You didn't throw the peanuts on the floor anymore. Actually, the peanuts were no longer free, but they had quality burgers, onion rings, mushrooms, steaks, ribs. I mean, you name it. Uh, it's going to be missed. Um, it really is going to be missed. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, the, the people that own the Ground Patty are, are again, um, you know, in the twilight of their life as well, right? Do they have the energy? Do they have the insurance to be able to rebuild? We know there's, an, there's one on the West Bank. I believe there's one in the, in the home of Thibodeau era, uh, area. Uh, but that is an iconic restaurant that was lost yesterday and burned to the ground. And a lot of people are going to miss it, man. You know, the pewter cups were no longer around anymore. We used to get those pewter cups with either a nice cold beer, a nice cold soft drink. Uh, but, again, a lot of great memories uh, for a lot of people that grew up in this city when, when, it, when it came to um, uh, Ground Patty. And, again, we wish, again, the employees – uh, the owners, uh, again, nothing but the best and hoping, again, that they will rebuild. Uh, but also, again, um, uh, I know that a lot of their patrons, uh, my family included, who, lo- who loved um, uh, Ground Patty are going to miss it. And, and hopefully, again, it's not going to be one of those things where you ain't, ain't going to be ain't dead anymore, okay? Uh, and then that one of these things like we have to wait a decade before they come back like Hubig Pies. Hopefully, again, they'll either rebuild that particular, um, uh, on that particular site or find another site they can come back quickly. Um, just, a, again, a tough time uh, for everybody that's involved with, with Ground Patty. And, again, we, if you live in this city, uh, you got a memory. you got a Ground Patty memory somewhere. There's no doubt about it. All right, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the mayor and, again, the lies she was spewing uh, on Face the Nation on Sunday. Um, thankfully, they only went to her once, okay? <laughs> uh, they went to the other mayors twice, but thankfully they went to her once. Uh, but they got another embarrassment for the city of New Orleans. We'll talk about that next. Hey, don't forget about friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. They are also celebrating 51 years in business. Uh, and look, you do not take care of New Orleans vehicles for 51 years in this town and stay around 51 years unless you're taking care of your customers. And the Piazza family have done that. Tony Piazza started the, started the business 
51 years ago. He now has his son, Tony Jr., working in the business. His daughter's working in the business, Jen. His wife is in the business. So, again, it's truly a family-owned and operated business. The, the mechanics, okay, that work there, in some cases, have been there decades, okay? Toby's been there. Toby might be there as long as the, 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 the place has been around, okay? But ASE certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. Uh, and I've said it before, Tony, again, invested in even more diagnostic equipment than you got at the dealership. I'm telling you, second to none. And then the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, you can finance it over time. And they got tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. They'll also, again, have a large selection of rims and, of course, repair your rims as well. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com, check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle before you bring it to Southern Tire. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Delays are solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit, and delays pick back up along the West Bank Expressway right at Stumpf Boulevard. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from City Park to the High Rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. 
If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, a lot of folks are getting into these. Um, he said, she, you know, the she sheds, um, um, whatever, you know, where they're getting on one of these, you know, prefab buildings, putting it in your backyard, whatever you're using it for, okay? You know, uh, entertainment, et cetera, man cave, whatever. Uh, I, got a, I got a way that you can cool and heat that system, heat that, heat that area for yourself without, again, tapping into, again, just a window unit or something like that. It's a Mitsubishi Diamond, diamond Comfort System. The air handler can work with your existing duct system or can be utilized without a duct system. You can heat or cool an entire home or business. Uh, we're using the slim walted mount unit, mounted unit to heat or cool a specific room separate from your existing duct system. And, of course, these versatile units are perfect for man caves, uh, garage conversions, maybe a bedroom or a kitchen. You only want to cool or heat, uh, again, uh, if you're an empty nester, right? Okay. Um, maybe you only want to heat a, a certain room, maybe just a bedroom, and maybe leave the rest of the house, again, unheated or, or again, uh, without, without cooling uh, during the night. You're going to save on power consumption. You can heat or cool a room that's done in your home or business that lags behind your central system, which means you can lower your electricity bills. Or, again, you don't have, and you don't have to sacrifice comfort in the whole home or business just to heat or cool one room. Hey, to find out more, ask my friends at Burkhardt about the Mitsubishi Diamond Comfort System. It may be exactly what you're looking for. Again, that's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. The mayor was on Face the Nation on Sunday with, uh, with the mayor from Atlanta, the mayor from Mesa, Mesa Arizona, and the mayor from Miami. Uh, they, they showed up pretty well. Our mayor, not so much. Uh, it was um, thankfully brief, but no less embarrassing, in my opinion. First of all, they throw the foul footage of, of, of a murder in Central City, uh, you know, reminding potential tourists that the New Orleans is the murder, cap, murder capital of the United States, um, <laughs> which couldn't have been good for, again, the, those in the tourism industry who saw that, right? And then the mayor, all, uh, once again, uh, skewing the facts, so to speak. Mayor's trying to take a small sample size and make it into the new reality, okay? Let me say this first of all. She talked about incentive packages for the NOPD, Okay. We have no idea if the new incentive packages have made a difference in retention and recruitment. But, but she's making it sound like it's working. We have no clue. You've got to give that at least a year, okay? Because some guys are sticking around for the incentive package and will be gone. Some, some are not sticking around at all. Matter of fact, she made it sound like, again, that, uh, that she said that, um, you know, that, that the, the, the package have stopped, the, again, the attrition in the, NBA, in the NLPD. They have lost eight officers since the first of the year. That's one every three days. So they're still losing officers, even with the retention package, okay? She talked about the redeployment strategy. It says getting real results. Can I remind the mayor? Four mass shootings since the beginning of the year. That's more than three people killed in one incident, okay? Or three people shot in one incident. So we had four mass shootings, and it's the 24th of January. 
There's been a small downtick in crime, according to the Metropolitan Crime Commission, who I believe, and I don't believe anybody else but their stats, okay? But you know what that means? That means that criminals are taking a day off. We're talking about the numbers that are ineligible. One or two here, one or two there on the stat sheet, as compared to last year, which, by the way, was the most violent year in in recent New Orleans history. Um, The the MCC, according to Channel 4, um, uh, began issuing these bulletins. All categories of major crime are down. The report adds it's too early to compare the real the year to date changes. No kidding, Madam Mayor. Uh, compared to year to date, homicides are down five percent. We still give you these numbers though. Um, shootings are down nine percent. Carjackings are down fifty nine percent. Armed robberies are down twenty nine percent. But there have been eight, 19 homicides in twenty twenty three compared to to, to to twenty in twenty twenty two. We're talking about one. Just one, one, one night where you get a lot of violence and, that, and that's out the window. The car thefts, at least 600 cars stolen in Orleans Parish an average about 27 a day. So you say carjackers are down, but they're stealing cars, okay? Um, you talk about shootings. Uh, there's been as many, there's been more shootings than days so far in the month of January. So how can you go on national television and say, the, the deployment strategy is working. It's been a month and a half, and, and we have no idea what's going to work. More BS from the mayor. Then she blamed COVID-19, okay, on crime when asked about what were the reasons for crime. Are you kidding me? Uh, and then here, here again, Cantrell say that we're not enforcing low-level offenses that are allowing them to turn into major offenses is laughable. Two reasons. Number one, Come on, man. We're New Orleanians, okay? We've lived here our entire lives. The city has been ignoring low-level offenses my entire life. And now there's not enough police to enforce a, a low-level offenses, okay? <laughs> That's just a fact. But maybe the lo- most laughable comment that the mayor made on national TV, on Face the Nation, in front of three of the mayors who had to be laughing their asses off, okay, uh, underneath their breath, was that everyone needs to be held accountable, okay, in the city. She talked about the DA. She talked about the judges. She talked about, again, everybody, okay, except herself. She's the least accountable person. She's a part-time mayor getting on national TV talking about accountability. Her lack of accountability is the reason why things are, have gone in a downward spiral in this town. It's become the new normal in New Orleans. And, of course, when she's asked about the recall, she deflects to the New Orleans police, the police department saying, I'm in charge, my city, uh, you know, my, my, my department. Be real, okay? And then started talking about some gibberish about continuity, okay, and that the people in, the, in, in, in this city want continuity in government. Who do you think she is, the New Orleans Saints? I mean, give me a break here. Then she went on the spot about that she won by 61% in the first election and 65% in the second election. That means nothing at this point, Okay. That means nothing at this point. The reality is 37,000 people have stood up and signed the recall. They need 12,000 more people to stand up within the next 27 days, between now and Ash Wednesday, the day after Mardi Gras, to force a recall election. Now, again, do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. They're, They're set to send out new mailers again. And these apathetic New Orleanians, okay, who love, the, who love to be able to have their house living in the middle of a shooting gallery, who love to have their cars broken into nightly, have their cars stolen, have their cars carjacked, again, have your house burglarized, okay, possibly, again, getting armed robbed when you walk out of your house. I mean, it's all a beautiful thing. Who, again, a, a mayor who created a trash crisis 
because she wanted to get rid of a minority contractor, okay? So she creates a trash crisis in the middle of COVID-19, refuses to take federal money to pay for Ida damage. That comes out of the taxpayers' pockets, okay? So now you're paying more for trash than you've ever paid. You had to pay for, for Ida trash removal when, it's, when the government was willing to pay for it, the federal government. By the way, that's your tax money. And oh, by the way, Richards, the lone rem- remaining minority contractor, is, is getting paid $13 for picking up twice, twice a week trash in, 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 the, in, in their portion of the city, while the two new contractors are getting somewhere between 20 and 30 bucks for picking up once a week. <laughs> you got to be you got to be kidding me here. Okay, she's putting minority contractors out of business. She got another minority contractor she's underpaying. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on. You want me to keep going? I could make a, I could do a I could do five shows in a row on this for two straight hours. But yet she goes on national TV. Okay, spewing her delusional reality of New Orleans to the nation. We live here, we know better, okay? Is there, are there 12,000 courageous New Orleanians out there that are willing to put an end to this debacle? That's all I'm asking. Are there 12,000 more New Orleanians that are willing to put an end to this debacle? The only reason, again, this city's not in bankruptcy is because of, again, the American Rescue Plan, money from COVID-19 to fill in the gaps on the budget because, again, she chose to close the city down during COVID-19. Why? Because she knew we didn't have enough police. Why? Because she didn't pay attention to what was going on in her first term with the attrition of NOPD officers that started during the Landry administration. So now you get to the point where you got 940 cops for a city that needs, 12, that needs 1,200 minimum. Once again, the court system is now, is, now, is now shut down, okay, for a month, okay? There, there are no consequences to the actions of individuals in the city that commit crimes. So they can, can commit it over and over again, you know? We, we, we're, we're not making sure that kids are, are going to school and that, they, that there's a curfew. And then you look at, again, how young, again, the, the criminals are skewing. And yes, we got a problem in, in this town, like we got across the nation in terms of conflict resolution. Where, again, if somebody's willing to take a gun out rather than, again, just scrap it in the schoolyard and be able to live another day. But New Orleans has got a void when it comes to leadership. Not to mention, again, using, again, a city-owned apartment as your love shack. Uh, again, allegedly having an affair with a subordinate. I mean, using, again, the, the, the city taxpayer dollars to take political junkets to, uh, again, places that... Uh, again, that all of us would love to go on vacation. Not then that, she goes first class, and her accommodations are first class. I mean, she thinks she's queen, not mayor. So I ask again, are there 12,000 courageous New Orleanians who are willing to step up and end this nightmare? Who knows? I, I, I don't think so. I think she's going to smile on Ash Wednesday and say it's over. And that's two more years of her. And then the only hope is that charges come out of the federal investigation to force her out of office. Because the majority of the people in this city obviously love the current state of New Orleans. And that's a shame. That's a damn shame. Because we're a better city than this. We're a world-class city when we got world-class leadership. And we've allowed it to slip. Slip it into darkness, okay, for the longest time now. And people making business decisions. I mean, owning a business in the city of New Orleans, you got real courage, man. You got real courage. Okay, you got to hope that, again, the tourism economy is still afloat, which now is, again, teetering. Because, again, you don't think people make decisions on where.
We're going to go to New Orleans right now. They don't have enough cops. You know, they're the number one uh, 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 murder capital of, uh, uh, of the world. I mean, people make decisions on that kind of stuff. And then even more, again, the, 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 the weekend travel, the day travel, the ones along the Gulf Coast who usually come to New Orleans, especially in the downtimes of, of, of tourism. And then even our own citizens taking a, second, uh, taking a second to be able to make a decision on whether they want to go into the city. That's unacceptable. People have put their whole lives into their businesses and into their homes. Then they want a safe city and they want a city where they can be productive and they can make a living. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. And you, and you get this, this, this moron going on national TV and spinning it to what her delusional reality is of New Orleans, which is far from the reality that people who are living here are. Far from the reality of, again, having, having to have bars on your windows, being a prisoner in your own home, worried about your car being broken into every single night. Can't go to a damn Pelican or Saints game without having to worry about that. Having to carry a gun with you at all times. I mean, again, this is the new reality we deal with. And is it all on the mayor? No. But again, it, the mayor is the leader of the city. And she's been asleep at the wheel for the last six years. And I said it before, you can, this is not a position uh, uh, where, where you can have on-the-job training especially in a post-Katrina New Orleans, you have to have individuals who have a vision and the ability to be able to govern that can bring coalitions together and get things done. 50% of the money that has been given to us from Katrina relief to rebuild our infrastructure has not been used yet. I mean, that, that, that goes back to Nagan, Landrew, and Chantrell. But this is a crisis now because she is a, unlike the, Unlike Landrew, who, again, seemed to go to work every day, she's much like Nagin, a part-time mayor at this point. We can't afford a part-time mayor. So are there 12,000 courageous New Orleanians who are willing to sign the petition? I guess we'll find out in 27 days. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll take a quick break. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down, heater breaks down. Looking for the APCO home, home treatment system. Maybe, a, 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 again, a um, Generac generator for your home or your business. Man, call Burkhardt. Service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, a, a crews that, again, know how to install uh, air conditioning heating systems as well as, again, your, uh, uh, your generator. And, of course, the Burkhardt uh, family and name standing behind everything they do. You can trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to 
to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. All right, don't forget, Garland Gillen joins me this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That's Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast. Uh, and also live streaming the WLA-TV YouTube page. And then, of course, the rebroadcast uh, begins. 6 p.m. on LE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce at WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Garland will be a really good, great guest. Um, he's covered Tulane. He's been at LSU throughout the Kelly situation. Obviously, he knows a lot about the Saints and the Pels. And, of course, he's
he covers high school football. So uh, we'll be able to be a great discussion with him about the future of Sean Payton, Saints, all that will be on tap for us on Thursday with Garland Gillen joining us on the program. Um, so I'm looking forward to having him on the show. Hey, I missed yesterday, so I want to remind everybody about Henry Stemptunia. Uh, Jen, only around till, till again uh, March of 2023, which means, what, uh, maybe a month and a half left on, on, on the um, – on, on the uh, shelves, folks, I'm telling you right now, you will be missing out if you don't go pick up a couple of bottles, bring them home, put them on your bar. Uh, Henry Stemptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant. And uh, as always, man, I appreciate you guys tuning into the program. Remember, if you missed any of today's program or any of any of our shows, uh, go to ericasher.com uh, or, again, uh, better yet, go to the Anchor app, Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find all the shows there. They're always on the, on the Apple app as well. Uh, uh, they have all the shows there, uh, and you'll be able to go back on shows that maybe you missed. Uh, and, of course, if you have a particular hour that you like, uh, you'll be able to go listen to that as well. We, we try to have that up for you about at least 30 minutes after the program ends. We try to get it to you at least 15, but sometimes things lag behind. But, again, we try to get it up but no later than 630. Uh, and I appreciate all those because we, there is a group of individuals that as soon as that podcast hits, uh, they're on it. So uh, we appreciate those from around the world that are listening to the podcast. And they want to hear about what's happening here in New Orleans, not just sports, but what's happening here in the, in, in the city. Again, two things I talked about critical today. Again, the, the situation with Latoya Cantrell and the lies she's spewing to the rest of the country and some of the, and some of the lies she's spewing here in New Orleans that people actually believe. Uh, you don't believe her, her or your eyes, okay? <laughs> uh, and, and then the, the insurance crisis we're dealing with right now. That has to, there's a better way to handle that than just putting $45 million in, in, in a fund, an incentive fund, and asking the insurance companies to come back to the city. This has got to be a nationwide effort. Because, again, folks are making business decisions on whether they can afford to be able to own a home anymore. And that is tragic. Because the one thing I think all of us grew up wanting to do is own a home. If it's a condo or, 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 or again, a single-family home, whatever it is, owning your own home. And that, that may be a thing of the past if insurance rates get to the point where we cannot afford uh, to be able to have a home. Especially those that, again, they're on fixed incomes. Uh, but across the board. So, all right. I uh, want, want to thank um, uh, Rudy back in studio producing the program. Hey, it's Tuesday, so that means Jude Young is coming up next. Uh, Jude does a fantastic job with his show. His insight is, is again, second to none uh, and, and an, an encyclopedia when it comes to sports. And don't forget, again, if it's not Jude, it's also, again, um, uh, Kenny Trahan. Uh, so those two guys alternate. Kenny, Kenny on usually again Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And of course the three tailgaters with Ed Daniels and also Ken Trahan on Saturday. The lard, longest running uh, uh, sports radio show in New Orleans history. Okay, that's how long they've been going. Uh, and uh, it's always good, always good to, to listen to. Uh, we got a nice lineup right here on 106.1 FM. As I like to tell people again, uh, that, 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 that buy into our program, the best of both worlds. Not only, again, do you get a fantastic audience that loves good country music, but also, again, you get an audience that loves, again, hearing what's happening in our city and a sports audience uh, that, again, that has an appetite for real sports talk. So uh, we hope that, again, that you tell your friends and family about what's going on here at 106.1 FM and Cumulus Radio, which i got to tell you what, I am happy to be part of. I've been with a part of a lot of, uh, of radio conglomerates, uh, locally owned and operated uh, radio companies. And, um, you know, again, I rank this right up there with my time at 690. 
690 was a glorious time, the 10 years I was there. And I've been so happy here at 106.1 FM. Uh, again, uh, Pat Galloway and the gang have been fantastic to me. And uh, Kenny Trahan and the, and the folks over at uh, CrestCitySports.com, by the way, which is a one-stop shop for everything you need when it comes to sports. I mean, if you're not looking at – if that's not on your website, on your webpage, on your favorites – uh, you're not keeping up with local sports. CrestCitySports.com has got you covered, man. That is for sure. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank all the sponsors our program. Go to EricAsher.com for a slash of the sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. Thank you for supporting those sponsors, and thanks to those sponsors for supporting our program. As always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll do it all over again starting tomorrow. Tomorrow's again Katie's Day. That means Scott Craig and also uh, Sean Wazan will join us. I'm also going to try to effort Mike Scarborough to join us in the program as well. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening. Stay safe with, again, all the climate weather coming in. We had a tornado warning till 1 a.m. Until tomorrow at 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, that also includes that lion mayor. They all got to go. You know that right.